0: This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code PG at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code PG unlock your confidence, and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest today is Brian Maxwell. Brian, how's it going?
1: Pretty good. How about yourself?
0: Good. Uh, Appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know you had a crazy week. I know your page has been blowing up. Like, What's it been like?
1: Man, it's, it's been wild, man. Like, like before the fight man i had only like 20 2200 followers on instagram and now i'm at like 9700 followers
0: heard yeah it's crazy yeah
1: man, it's, it's been a wild wild week man i still got a bunch of messages that i haven't got to answer back yet
0: for sure so tell me how did this how did this opportunity come about to fight chad johnson
1: man i'm still baffled i <laughs> I, I haven't even found out how they picked me or why they picked me but You know, I'm glad they picked me, and it was an awesome opportunity to fight one of my idols. And you know, it happened, and you know, it's a true blessing. And man, I'm still excited that it happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, when you say he's your idol, like, how what made you like Chad Johnson, and like, what, like, how did you discover him when he was playing football and so?
1: Man, I I discovered him like his his last year in college, and I was like, oh man, that dude's a beast. I like the style, I like his arrogance, I like this cockiness I just like this attitude and you know when he got into the NFL you know that's one person I was like oh shit this he gonna make some noise and you know I followed him since day one I even wore his number when I first started playing football you know what I'm saying and you know I I idolized him and kind of molded myself after him and you know I I, I loved it and it's crazy like it's still it's still up up here with me that I even got to fight him
0: (laughs) yeah yeah for sure um like were you were you hesitant to to like take the fight because it was like your idol
1: um not really but you know I I had some stipulations only because I was already getting ready for a fight and Mm -hmm. you know like I told them you know if if I took the fight would it hurt hurt my other fight and once they told me it wouldn't hurt my other fight I was like I'll gladly take it just for the simple (laughs) fact is he's super competitive. He's an all world athlete and I'm super competitive. And it was like fighting myself. You feel what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I grew up uh, a Chad Johnson fan as well. I actually, I remember ordering a a Jersey on eBay and this was back when like PayPal was still kind of new and all that. So I sent a money order and I never, I never got the Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that was just highway robbery right there. Um, but yeah, what about just going back um, back in time? Just I know you just mentioned you played football. Just tell me like about your background and like where you grew up and stuff.
1: I mean, I come from a, a small place called Franklin County, Virginia, aka the moonshine capital of the world. All and right. you know, I grew up I grew up in I'm not gonna say poverty or nothing like that, but my family wasn't super poor, but we wasn't super middle class either. And yeah, you know, I always lived in a country and you know lived in apartments and stuff growing up as a kid watch my mom struggle and stuff and you know I wanted to make a change when I was a kid and you know my mom made me play basketball and I loved it to a point and then I got to a point where I was burnt out and then like it. no more not to move to wrestling because you know guys I grew up around wrestled and I, I used to go to their matches and stuff and that's what I wanted to do with myself and you know, I finally said fuck basketball and started going to wrestling practice. <laughs> but but a- after wrestling came football and then I started running track and I stuck with all three sports all the way through middle school and high school. And then when I got to college, uh, I tried to play football and wrestle at the same time. But since I was on a, a, res- a full wrestling scholarship, they made me choose wrestling over football because they didn't want me to be a, a dual sport athlete at, at that point in time.
0: Gotcha. And then while you were in college, like what, um, like, did you, did you want to be like an MMA fighter?
1: I discovered MMA while I was in college, okay. but, but before college, I, you know, I used to watch Kimbo slice all the time. That was like my okay. favorite guy back in the day. And I actually got to meet him at one of my fights and that was awesome. And, you know, I kept in contact with him until the day he died. And I'm actually friends with his son on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And I talked to him every once in a while, but you know, I was chilling with my roommates in college one night, and one of my college roommates, big UFC fan. I didn't even know what the UFC was back then. And you know, he's like, "Let's watch these fights." And he turned the fights on, and Anderson Silva was the main event. So, started watching the fights, and I picked Anderson Silva as going. He, he was going to be my favorite fighter, no matter what, because I liked his style, his charisma, and how he acted. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. at that point on, that that sparked my interest, and. You know, two years after college, you know, I I decided once I found out I had a son coming that, hey, I need to do something with myself. Let's try my next martial arts. And now we're here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, that's actually crazy. I don't don't know if you know, I actually work with Kimbo Slice Junior Baby Slice. Uh, So that's that's a small world. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah, man. Tell him, tell him I said what's up, man. Like.
0: I was literally just texting him last night because I thought he was – I live in Connecticut, so um is here right now, so I thought he was here, but he wasn't. Um,
1: yeah, but yeah, tell that's him what, to um, tell Baby Scythe you need to go ahead and come to Bare Knuckle, man. All right, all
0: right I'll you go. I, that's what, I, you know what's crazy? I actually um, made a poster of him versus Jake Paul before uh, the Ben Ashton fight, like way before, like in December, just to like try to get that going. <laughs> just yeah, try yeah, to get anything going.
1: Up. Yeah, I can dig it.
0: And uh, yeah, just going back to the MMA, you started um in 2011. And it's funny you said um Anderson Silver too, because I was going to compare it to uh, Alessandra fighting him. And he, he said that was his idol. And he, he was like kind of like, like nervous about it and you fighting Chad Johnson. So it's kind of like a, a circle thing. Like when you were fighting Chad Johnson, were you like, did you like not want to hurt him?
1: Yeah, man, like I, I- man, in this fight, man, I have so much respect for Chad just because yeah. he's my idol. Like, I held back a lot in the fight, man, honestly, yeah. and, you know, I still got hit. I got hit. He, he rocked me one time. Yeah. He rocked me. I'm not going to lie about that. He rocked the fuck out me, and, and I was like, okay, okay, this is a this is what it's going to be like. So, you know, I, you know, I held back a, a, a lot in that fight. It, I could have, you know, got on him a whole lot more, but we were there to entertain and not try to kill each other. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, I end up getting a highlight in the fourth round, and that will stick forever. And, you know, it's, it's still wild to me that we were, we even fought each other. And, you know, I've talked to him every day since the fight, you know, I hung out with him a little while after the fight, once we were done with media stuff and, you know, it's, it's awesome. He's actually going to be with me at my next fight. So that's cool in its own itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I thought you guys were the most entertaining fight. I thought it was it was a win win for both of you guys. So for I sure. thought it was it was great. Um yeah, then do- yeah,
1: everybody everybody thought we thought we got fight in the night, honestly. Yeah. So if we got fight in the night, maybe we have the promoters need to hit us with that bonus check real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and then just going back um, to your MMA, like you started out in 2011 um, as an amateur, and then you turned you turned pro in uh 2016. What uh, what was that jump going from amateurs to the pros like?
1: I mean, it was. I mean, it was. not bad because in the mix of it, I took like a year off because I couldn't get fights anymore as an amateur. Mm-hmm. So during that year, I, I trained, I trained, I trained, and you know, I studied the business before nobody tried to, as fighters would say, try to pit me out when I did go to the next level. You feel what I'm saying? And I studied the business. I studied management. I studied everything from top to bottom. And when I first got my first opportunity, that's when I took it to go pro here in my hometown. Well, not my hometown, but the town that I live in. And, you know, we, we started there and, you know, the transition wasn't too hard at all. Yeah, for
0: sure. Um, now, what about how did, how did you get into bare knuckle boxing? Like that's like a whole nother level of fighting.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a whole different type of level of fighting. <laughs> But, you know, it sparked my interest when one of my homies, uh, Reggie Barnett, who's the winningest fighter in bird history right now, he fought on their very first fight card. And, you know, to show him support, you know, I watched the fights. And, you know, it sparked my interest a little bit. And then BKFC2, one of my training partners, got to be on the card. And that was awesome. Everybody was excited about it. And he invited me to, to be in his corner to help coach him. So while we were there, you know, you know, a lot of the fighters thought I was fighting that night. And I was like, no, no, no. I just fought like a couple of weeks ago because I fought a Bellator veteran. And I ended up beating him in like a minute and some change. And, uh, you know, I was like, I'm not here for his shine. He's fighting. And, you know, I got actually got offered a fight at BKFC, too. But, you know, I wasn't there for that. So I turned it down at that point. So my next step was six months later. I ended up at tryouts. And at the end of tryouts, they told me, i had a good showing and they told me what i needed to do and you know another six months went by and i had my very first first fight i signed with them then i had a fight
0: gotcha gotcha and then what what is like what is your what's your background like mma wise like what like what's your um like the classes and things like that like belts and things like that
1: um well wrestling is my base mainly yeah and, but I'm a blue belt in jiu-jitsu and I've done some Muay Thai training and kickboxing training. And you know, I did, I done karate as a kid, but I don't, I don't really count that because I only did it for like two years, <laughs> but you know, I, I've dabbled in everything. I've tried everything. Uh, yeah. I started at a boxing gym when I first got into MMA, because that's the only place that would accept me at that point in time was a boxing gym mm-hmm. and you know, I, I've I've done it all, and I, I like being a multiple sport athlete. Yeah. Just because it's it's what I do and what I I know how to do. You feel what I'm saying, and you know, boxing boxing is still kind of new to me. Just for the simple fact is I never had had a box an amateur boxing background or an amateur boxing fight ever. And you know, boxing is still new to me. And yeah. chat the chat fight was only my second boxing fight ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What so? All right. So, what's next for, for Brian?
1: What's next for me? I'm actually going to be fighting in two and a half weeks for BKFC 18. Okay. Opponent to be named within the next couple of days.
0: All right, that's dope. So, do you want to? Do you want? So, what do you want to stick with? You want to stick with MMA, bare knuckle, uh, boxing, or all of them?
1: Hey, I'm I am a multiple, multiple sport <laughs> athlete. I, I'm, I'm with any opportunity that works best for me. Right. And and my and my family and, and my team. You feel know what I'm saying? I, I like doing it all. all right. and, I like that. You know, but I'm signed with Bear Knuckle. I still have a couple more fights with them on my contract, but you know, they've they worked with me well enough to to let me go fight for 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 Mayweather. And mm-hmm. you know, if Mayweather brings me back, I'm down for it. And any opportunity that I get from from, from now, I'm I'm down with it.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that that's why I forgot to ask you too. What did it mean what did it mean to you to just be on a, a Floyd Mayweather card? I mean, that's crazy.
1: Man, it meant a lot like literally like 6 years ago. I I I'll, I'll have to go back and look. I'm pretty sure it's almost that time where it's going to come up in, on my Facebook in my memories that I put on my Facebook that one of these days I will be fighting on a Floyd Mayweather card and it just so happened it, it finally happened. That. And,
0: we need that screenshot.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure it's almost about to come up in my Facebook memories as soon as it does, I'm screenshotting it and putting it up on, on all my social media outlets.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: What, but what still it, man, it's it, it's a true blessing, man. Like yeah. I'm baffled that they even mentioned my name, but also at the same point in time, I'm very gracious and I'm counting my blessing.
0: Yeah. Now I could tell you I could tell you're a humble guy so when you get into a ring or a cage like is does a different switch go on?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm still, I try to be as humble as I can just for the simple fact that, you know, when I started MMA back in 2011, I was a, I was Chad Johnston. I was a cocky, arrogant guy. (laughs) Like, I didn't think I would ever get beat. I didn't think anybody could touch me. And I found out real quick that I could be touched and somebody could beat me. You feel what I'm saying? But You know, I try to be as humble as I can be now that I have the knowledge that, that I have and have been all the places that I've been and hung around the people that, you know, dropped some knowledge on me in the fight game. But, you know, at heart, I'm still, I still have a high confidence level and I'm still very cocky and shit at, at times. But when I get in the in the, in the cage, ring, squared circle, a different switch happen, turns on. Especially right now too, man, I'm at the happiest point of my life with fighting. I feel like I'm in my prime and a lot of things are going my way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What, what advice would you give to a, a young fighter trying to make it?
1: The same advice I give to my son. Once we start something, quit or I can't is not in our vocabulary anymore. You know, you got to stick to what you, what you want to do. You never quit it. You never say, I can't do this. I can't do that. you you stick to it, you push yourself, you never quit no matter what, you stick to that dream, and if you want to pursue it, go after it, be an opportunist, be a go-getter, live it out, live your best life.
0: Yeah, I like that. All right, you ready for some fun questions? Yes, sir. Uh, What's your favorite song right now?
1: My favorite song? Um, I got like two favorite songs right now. All
0: right, let me know. (laughs)
1: Well, my first one, my first one is Intro by Fujiano. That's like one of my favorite rappers right now. And then, you know, Suge by the Baby. I've been rocking the hell out of those songs for like the, the last <laughs> year. Yeah, those those are my shit right now.
0: For sure. Uh, what do you What do you like to do in your free time?
1: Um, man, in my free time, I'm between work and being in the gym. I, I like to I like to you know do stuff with my cars and spend time with my family and my friends and stuff, but you know, I like messing with my cars. I own two Honda Civic SIs, and one of them is a, a rare one. It's a, a Mugen Si, and it's one of 1,000 ever made. So, that's you know, that, that's pretty awesome. I like to, I like to, I like to go to the track and stuff. You feel know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's my thing outside of mixed small shorts and family and stuff.
0: That's dope. All right, last one. What celebrity would you want to fight next <laughs> if you had the choice?
1: whoever i'm offered if it happens
0: is there but is there anyone is there any like celebrity or like athlete that you just don't like and you want to you want to beat them up
1: (laughs) i mean not really if they offer me another celebrity i'm cool with it and that celebrity probably will die this time (laughs) i had too much i I had too much i had too much respect for chad to to try to kill him you know what i'm saying and to unleash a lot of things but you know, if they offer me another celebrity, that celebrity is going out in one or two rounds. That's me right. being completely honest.
0: I like that. All right. Actually, one more. Um, is, has there anyone uh has anyone reached out to you that you were like, Wow, that, that's crazy that or like who are any celebrities or athletes that reach out?
1: Yeah, uh you know who Lindell White is that played for the Tennessee yeah. Titans? Yeah. He You're reached out. Yeah, uh, you know, of course I got to talk to Brandon Marshall and yeah. Terrell Owens after the fights and stuff. And now I've had a few people hit me up, but, you know. Yeah, that's cool. I still got messages I haven't even read yet. So yeah. I, I see some blue blue checks in there. You feel know what I'm saying? <laughs> you'll, be get,
0: you'll be getting the blue check soon.
1: I hope so. I, I Actually, they told me, like, as soon as I hit 10,000 followers, which will hopefully be here within a couple days or a day or so, yeah. uh, I'll probably end up getting my blue check. For sure. So that'll be awesome.
0: All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, can you let the listeners know where to follow you on social media?
1: Uh, follow my fighter page on Facebook, Brian Maxwell, MMA fighter. Uh, of course, you can follow me on Instagram, Brian Maxwell. And, uh, of course, on Twitter, follow me, Brian Maxwell official. And that's my social media network. Shout out to my sponsors, though. Fusion CBD, uh, pro- CBD products, uh, Moon Juice cryptocurrency the only cryptocurrency powered by energy drink make sure you check those guys out so if you're into cryptocurrency definitely check that out but you know i got a bunch of other sponsors but i don't got my list with me so
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah i know it's all Brian's sponsors yeah that that's dope that cryptocurrency one well again i appreciate it and um, best of luck with your career i'm definitely going to be checking it out and see what's next in the bare knuckle fight what day did you say it was
1: uh june the 26th
0: june 26th
1: Make sure you got the app, though, BKTV app. Make sure you got that. It's only three ninety nine a month, so check that out.